Hey, what is up? Welcome to a special bonus episode of Pro Wrestling Nation and the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am your host on this thrill ride that we call professional wrestling. My name is Funky Sam Medina. And I don't know if you can hear that, but some car just drove by and they're playing my theme song. It went something like this. Boom, 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 boom. Hell yeah. That means I am in the motherfucking house. What is up, people? I'm super excited. I'm going solo today, uh, but this is a new thing that I want to try. It's a bonus episode where I'm going to review a couple of GCW shows that just happened over the weekend. I know there is just craziness going on outside, you guys. And if you can hear that, then that's cool. And if you can't, then that sucks. Uh, but I don't know what's happening out there, but I am safe, hopefully, and none of that is uh, a concern of mine. So let's move forward. Uh, this is a new thing I want to try where I uh, review GCW shows because I know that not a lot of people watch GCW shows. Well, a lot of people do watch them, but also a lot of people don't. And so hopefully you can hear this review and I'm going to get you excited. It'll get pumped. You'll get excited to watch it and you'll, you'll want to watch more because these shows are amazing and I'm super excited to talk about them. And I'm here to talk to you about them. So let's do this. Uh, also, maybe you did watch the show and you just want to listen to it to hear me talk about it, to see what I thought about different things. That's exciting too. That's exciting too. So let me know in the comments or or DM or text message or Carrier Pigeon or whatever the fuck um, what you thought of GCW shows, what you thought of the podcast, what you think of me. I, you know, your validation is very important to me. I'm just kidding. No, it's not important at all. Um, fuck off. No, don't fuck off. Fuck right back on. I'm only kidding again. Hey, you guys. So, uh, GCW Game Changer Wrestling. I just bumped the microphone because I'm talking with my hands and nobody can fucking see me. Okay. Uh, GCW Game Changer Wrestling. Super fucking dope. Super dope. So I've kind of known about them for a while. Um, but I just recently kind of discovered them, fell in love with them, maybe like in March. So like a month or two ago, not even that long ago. And, uh, yeah, so I was interviewing, uh, this guy and he was going to be on a show and it was GCW versus IWS and it was fucking cool and fucking awesome and whatever. And it got me super excited about the pay-per-view. And so I decided to, uh, start my free trial with Fight TV and uh, GCW versus IWS was the first GCW show that I was able to watch live. Uh, and I just, I fell in love. Just the atmosphere, the energy, the crowd, the, the people, the love for the business, right? The passion that they put into these matches. It's just, it's all incredible. And uh, from there, I just started watching other shows. And I just loved every second of it. And so I've, I've recently gone back as far as I can go back on Fight Plus, which is like sometime in 2018. And I've been watching these GCW shows. And currently, you guys, I'm, I'm on 2021, uh, the show in January, the Fight Forever show. Coincidentally, the show that they're taking AEW uh, into court to fight over the name Fight Forever. Because as we all know, AEW wants to make a video game called that. Uh, but GCW made a show called that uh, way back in 2021, which I'm currently watching. Uh, so that's fun, right? It'll take me a while to get through that. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but that's a 24-hour wrestling show. So I've been I've watched all of 2019, all of 2020, and now I'm about to start 2021. Plus, I'm watching the new ones, the live ones. Uh, this is so exciting, you guys. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I got so excited. I just wanted to choke on my own saliva. Um, so that's just a quick little history uh, about my fandom and GCW. You know, uh, the collective. I, I wanted to do a, a podcast where I talked about all the collective shows. Uh, but it was just a little bit scary, a little bit overwhelming. There was a lot of shows, and I just didn't know how to do it, and I just never did it. And then time went on, and time went on, and I just never did it. So here I am. I want to do this because I thought of doing that, and I thought that would be super fun. And um, here we are. We're trying it out. We're trying it out. Uh, but as far as the collective goes, WrestleMania weekend, the GCW collective, um, if you don't know, the MVP of the collective was Mike Bailey, uh, also Veda Scott. They're married, actually, which is funny, uh, but he was in so many matches over the course of the weekend, and she called so many shows over the weekend, and I feel like those two were the stars, uh, maybe not necessarily just in GCW, but like, you know, Outside of WWE, I think those are the two biggest stars of the weekend, uh, Mike Bailey and, and Veda Scott. They had a really fun vlog that came out, the public vlog. They have two. They do two fucking vlogs, a Patreon one and a public one. Uh, the public one is really fun. I haven't seen the Patreon one, of course, because I don't subscribe to their Patreon. But uh, the public one was super fun. I think you guys should go watch uh, Mike Bailey and Veda Scott's vlog from wrestlemania weekend because i think those were the stars of the fucking weekend uh but now moving on to this weekend i saw two gcw shows count them two gcw shows uh the first one i was super excited about uh one's match specifically was the main events i won't get into the main event now but i'll tell you what it was it was vikingo versus commander and, oh my gosh. Alright, so let's just start the show off, you guys. Uh, the first show was GCW Into the Light. And it took place on April 21st, 2023. Live from Center Stage in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, that Center Stage. Where they used to tape WCW. <laughs> Saturday night. I just, I had to do it like that. That's how it always sounds in my head whenever I think about WCW. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Scott Hall there. Uh, in the opening match, so I got here kind of late, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, Fight Plus is not the best for starting from the beginning. For some reason on Fight Plus, when I click start from the beginning, it just says nope, and it just wants to go live. So I did come about five minutes late to this show. Uh, so the match that I came during and already in progress was uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Mr. Danger, Terry Yaki, and Yoya. Defeating Bobby Flacco, Caleb Conley, Donnie Primetime, and Hunter motherfucking Drake in an eight-man tag team match. Can we just talk about Hunter Drake for a second, you guys? Hunter Drake has been completely off of my radar, okay? I've seen him a few times in old GCW shows. Like I said, been watching the old shows, been catching up, getting to know these people a little bit. Hunter Drake did a motherfucking Spanish fly to two people he did a double spanish fly off the balcony onto a bunch of other people that were at the bottom of the balcony that's what i tuned in for i tuned into gcw pay-per-view and i saw this dude on this balcony with these other two dudes on his arm he did a backflip with those other two dudes and they land on all the other dudes and i was like holy shit what am i what am i tuning into here you guys um and then Hunter Drake also was on the next show, too. And he, he's super cool. You know what, you guys? I'm going to tweet right now from my wrestling Twitter. 
uh, which is at PWN Podcast. That's at PWN Podcast. Go follow me. Go follow me right now. I'm going to tweet um, Hunter Drake right now from my Twitter. Uh, go go see the tweet later on if you guys, if you guys want to see it. I don't really know if I know his Twitter or not. So I'm going to look up Hunter Drake right now live. This is live, you guys. I found him. It's the underscore Hunter Drake. I am not following him. Uh, independent professional wrestler trained by Dr. Tom Pritchard and Glim. 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 There's two N's, so it looks like Glim. Glim Jacobs. Uh, Beamer Boy. Apparently his name is Beamer Boy. I don't know if that means he's like a sunshine or if that means that he, uh, or if that means that he like drives a BMW. But I just followed him now. And I also followed somebody named Sam, whoever the fuck that is. Uh, and I'm going to tweet a tweet that says, The Hunter Drake is fucking dope. And I'm going to put hashtag GCW light. Because that was the hashtag for uh, GCW into the light. And so I'm just put hashtag GCW light. And then... I keep misspelling the shit. It's hard to autocorrect because autocorrect doesn't doesn't work on hashtags. And then also GCW GCW scene because that was the the hashtag for the other show, scene of the crime. Scene GCW scene. So I've been the Hunter Drake is fucking dope. GCW light GCW scene. Just to like shout him out and give him a little bit of a you know whatever you know. Uh, I appreciate it when people say that I'm fucking dope. So I'm going to go ahead and say that he is fucking dope just to get him to make his day because it's fucking true. And I'm cussing a lot. You guys, that's what I do now. You know, for a long time, I would listen to these podcasts and you know, you hear Colt Cabana cussing all the time and these other people. And I just go, you know what? Like I cuss, but like, I'm not going to cuss every other word because it just sounds so dumb. Right. But now I'm going to do it. I don't know why, but I'm going to fucking... I'm just going to cuss up a storm because I said so. That's why. All right. Let's keep on. Let's keep on moving. So Hunter Drake uh, was on the losing side of that match. That's fine. That's fine. It happens. Going to pay your dues, young man. Uh, Before the match, before the show, I'm sorry. Before the show, uh, it was announced that uh, three people were actually pulled from the show uh, due to injury. One was Allison Danger, who was returning to in-ring action. She had just... Uh, return. She retired a few years ago, and I believe she was working with WWE uh, as like a trainer or something for a little while. Uh, maybe not, though. I could be wrong about that. Um, and then she recently came out of retirement. And I think she's only had like one or two matches. Uh, this was supposed to be a pretty high-profile match for her. Uh, she was supposed to go up against Billy Starks, who was also pulled uh, due to injury. So Allison Danger, Billy Starks, and Joey Janela were all three pulled from this match. Uh, due to injury. However, uh, Joey Janela was replaced in his match uh, against Brian Keith, I think, uh, with Tony Deppin. And Tony Deppin is definitely a favorite of mine and a favorite of my wife's. Uh, he is an interesting character, to say the least. Uh, Tony Deppin is really, really incredible in the ring. 
Uh, but he's such a fucking asshole. He's such an asshole. He comes up to people. He knocks drinks out of their hands. He'll take somebody's hat and he'll throw it as far as he can. And he's just, he's so good at being so bad. And I love it. I love, I love Tony Deppin so much. He's amazing. He's incredible in the ring. And he's such an incredible asshole. Uh, so we were pretty excited that, you know, it sucks that Joey Janela's out because we really like Joey Janela a lot. Uh, but it was really cool and exciting that Tony Deppin was able to step in there and, and take Joey Janela's place. Uh, so, anyways, the reason why I tell you all this is because uh, the next match replaced the entire match of Allison Danger versus Billy Starks. Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, it became a speedway outside. I don't know what's happening. But anyways, uh, so the second match that did replace uh, the ladies' match is going to be uh, Adam Priest defeating Brogan Finley in 9 minutes and 14 seconds. So, uh, this match was really good. Adam Priest, I don't know a lot about him. I don't know a lot about either of these guys, to tell you the truth. Uh, but Adam Priest is a guy who, uh, when I play TW, like a modern-day TW, he has really good stats in that game. And so I always sign him. Uh, so he was definitely somebody I was looking forward to checking out. He was pretty good. I didn't see enough of him. You know, it was a 9-minute match. Uh, I was mostly concerned with Brogan Finley just because of his lineage because he's from, you know, he his name is Finley and he likes to fight. And so I was telling Athena, my wife, though most of the time that that was Finley's son and his brother, his older brother Dave Finley, uh, David Finley, I guess, is the new leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, so, he, you know, there's a pretty strong lineage there of Finley's. So as Cody Rhodes would say, wrestling does have more than one royal family. There's so many... Uh, incredible families in wrestling and so so it was really cool to see finley um and adam priest have this match it was a really good match i really enjoyed it uh this match is definitely two young and up-and-coming superstars who will definitely be a force to be reckoned with in a few years so that's cool you know uh the next match we saw was uh shinhiro ire versus cole radrick the Ratty Daddy. These guys went 12 minutes and 37 seconds. Uh, Ira is the WXW World Champion. I'm not sure what they call it. I don't think that's. I don't think it's directly World Champion. I think it's like Unified Universal something. I don't know what it's called, but he's like their top, 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 top person. I was going to say top dog, but for some reason it just wouldn't come out of my mouth. Um, he's their top person. So that's pretty cool to see the WXW Champion. Uh, fighting in, in a GCW ring in a GCW show, uh, he went. He also was on uh, one of the shows last week, or is it two of the shows last week? So last week was I can't feel my face on Saturday. Uh, let's see, Blake Christian versus Dan the Dead, Calvin Takeman and Shane Mercer. Yeah, I should have re- I should have reviewed these shows. This is a really good show. Tony Deppin versus Shaza McKenzie. Yeah, Ira defeated Brian Keith. Uh, last week, and he was also the champion. He had the championship then as well. Uh, ERA defeated Brian Keith uh, last Saturday. And then last Sunday, uh, ERA, was it ERA and uh, Tony Deppin last week on Sunday? Yeah, ERA defeated Tony Deppin, and that was an incredible match. And so he was really strong going into this this show. And, of course, you got to keep him strong because he's the WXW champion. You know, WXW ain't going to let their guy, their, their world champion job out to everybody. Uh, but anyways, he defeated the Ratty Daddy, uh, Cole Radrick. Cole Radrick's really stepped up in the last month or so, too, since I've been watching him. He had a match last weekend against uh, Masha 
for the world championship. And he's just, he's incredible, man. The Ratty Daddy is really cool. I really like Cole Radrick. Uh, go check out this match. This is a really good match. Uh, A. Ray defeated Cole Radrick in 12 minutes and something seconds. Uh, but definitely these two also, you know, great match. Cole Radrick's the future of wrestling. <laughs> that sounds silly, right? Because he's like a little fucking, he's like a nobody, right? Cole Radrick. But he's cool. He's fucking cool. And I feel like, uh, with his work ethic and uh, some time, he'll he'll build his name. So hell yeah, Ratty Daddy baby. Uh, in the next match, uh, Tony Deppin uh, filling in for Joey Janela uh, defeated Brian Keith in 14 minutes and 19 seconds. Uh, they say in wrestling, when somebody is filling in for somebody else, uh, the substitute always has to win. The surprise always has to win, or else the audience feels let down a little bit. Uh, I do feel that there's a strong chance of Joey Janela already winning this match in the first place. But also, like I said, the previous weekend, uh, Tony Deppin lost to Ire. So he did have to like kind of get a little bit of momentum here. Uh, so Tony Deppin does get the win. Uh, this is an incredible match. Go back and check out Tony Deppin versus Ire. Uh, not Ire. I mean, the, yeah, go check that out one too. But Tony Deppin and Brian Keefe had an incredible match. Incredible match, you guys. Uh, let's see what else happened in this show. Uh, the next match was Blake Christian defeating Mike Jackson in 14 minutes and 31 seconds. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mike Jackson. I don't know much about him. I don't know who he is. I don't know where he's from. Uh, I just know that that I've been hearing of him recently, the last like maybe year or two. I've been hearing about him. Apparently, he's a veteran. He's this old guy. I don't know how old he is in his 50s and his 60s. I don't know. I have no idea, but he looks like he's pretty old. He might even be like even older. Um, but he's still wrestling at a high level from what I hear. That's what they said on commentary. And he's been in Impact. He's been in all these different indie federations recently. And they announced uh, Mike Jackson versus Blake Christian for this show. And uh, Blake Christian was like, somebody get the Warner re- the, the Warner. Somebody get the corner ready, uh, you know, whatever, because he's going to kill this old man, I guess. It was the implication. However, it was, it was a really good match. So... Uh, going back for a second, uh, earlier in the day before the show, I don't know, you know, if this is an old thing or if 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 recently or whatever. Uh, Joey Janela is up there poking the bear on Twitter again, right? And so Joey Janela is talking about uh, Commander walking the ropes versus the Undertaker walking the ropes because when Commander walks the ropes, he does it on his own. He just, you know, he walks across. When the Undertaker does it, he, you know, you're holding his arm and you're supporting him, right? That's that's what it's like. And so Joey Janela made a post about, you know, what's the difference between these two guys? You know, when, when uh, I've always wondered why the guy doesn't just push the Undertaker off the ropes or something along those lines. And then Mike Bailey responded and Mike Bailey was like, oh, here's a difference because when we were eight years old, we knew how to just shut up and enjoy things. Something like that, right? I don't remember exactly how it went down, but that was like a like a meme. It went like wrestling viral, and uh, and so during the match, uh, Mike Jackson, Mike Jackson has a move where you know he does the old school thing where he he walks the ropes, but he walks around the whole all four sides of the ring. He doesn't just do you know the Undertaker does like three steps, right? Mike Jackson does the whole ring, and so uh, Blake Christian. Also, arrogant asshole, fucking incredible though. He's one of my favorite dudes. Um, Blake Christian, arrogant fucking asshole. 
he does Mike Jackson's move, the old school move where he he walks the ropes and he's like he's like mimicking him and mocking him as he does it, and Mike Jackson knocks. Sorry, I thought I heard something pulling in my driveway. Sure sounds like it. Uh, Mike Jackson knocks Blake Christian off the rope. And then I tweeted out from my wrestling Twitter, go follow me at PWN Podcast. Joey Janela must be really proud of Mike Jackson right now. Hashtag GCW Light. And I didn't tag him in it or anything. I just I said his name, but I didn't I didn't at him. Um, but I did do the hashtag GCW Light. And then before I knew it, Joey Janela liked my tweet, which was super cool. Uh, but I bet he really was proud of the guy. Anyway, uh, so Joey Janela uh, predicted that shit. And then uh, later on in the match, Mike Jackson did his, his old school move. And he walked the ropes. Uh, but eventually, you know, of course, Blake Christian gets the win because Blake Christian is super fucking dope. And uh, yeah, it's another good match. Go check that shit out. Uh, Blake Christian versus Mike Jackson. Uh, the match I'm looking forward to for a while is happening the next day, which was yesterday, Saturday, was Blake Christian versus Alex Zane. I'll tell you right now, Blake Christian and Alex Zane are probably my two favorite guys, people in GCW. They're so fucking amazing. I've been following their, I've been following Alex Zane like online. I'm friends with them on Facebook or something. I've been following him online for a while, and just like he is so incredible. He's the sauce. He's the Taco Bell guy. Alex Zane uh, and Blake Christian. They square up on the next show, and I'm super excited about that. But let's keep going. So Blake Christian defeats Mike Jackson, and he wants the world title. That's all I'm going to say about that. Speaking of Alex Zane, uh, in our next match, uh, Mike Bailey defeats Alex Zane in 17 minutes and one second. Earlier, I talked about how Mike Bailey was the uh, the MVP of WrestleMania weekend alongside Veda Scott. I really think that, honestly, I mean, they're such an awesome couple, but, like, separately, individually, uh, they're doing amazing things for pro wrestling. So, um, fuck yeah, dude. Veda Scott, Mike Bailey. Anyways, Mike Bailey defeated um, Alex Zane in what was an incredible match. Um, so go check that out. Mike Bailey's fucking dope as fuck. He's been on my radar very recently. I didn't really know much about him before 2023 so yeah mike bailey's incredible um the next match we have the gcw world tag team championship match as the east west express jordan oliver and nick wayne defeated the work horseman anthony henry and jd drake in 16 minutes and 15 seconds um what can you say about this uh the east west express retained the World Tag Team Championship, the East West Express, is an incredible tag team. Uh, they really, like, their gear looks the same, you know, similar. Um, actually, the same, really. Uh, they have these great tag team tandem moves. Uh, they do this move where uh, Jordan Oliver gets Nick Wayne into a powerbomb position. Remember when uh, Kidman, when Kidman, when, when they said don't powerbomb Kidman, and then Kidman would, like, flip the powerbomb into, like, a face buster? It's, it's, it's like that, only he doesn't do the face buster part, but he flips it around, and it's like a power bomb starts off as a power bomb, and then um, Nick, his own partner, right? He's power bombing Nick Wayne. So Jordan Oliver gets Nick Wayne in a power bomb position. He lifts him up, but then Nick Wayne's legs go down, and he turns it into like a splash. 
right? Like what Kidman used to do, but without the face buster part, he turns into a splash. So he'll like powerbomb the guy over his opponent, and then Nick Wayne will splash on the guy. It's incredible. They have these tandem moves that they created. Um, that they that they just I love them. I love watching them. Nick Wayne, seventeen years old, uh, Buddy Wayne's son. If you have a chance, go to YouTube and check out Nick Wayne versus uh, Will Ospreay from GCW. That's one of the most incredible matches I've ever seen. It's free on YouTube right now. Um, but yeah, so so Nick Wayne, uh, he just signed a pre-contract with the AEW. So basically, uh, his contract starts. So he turns eighteen on July tenth, I believe, and on July twelfth, his his debut in AEW, uh, AEW Dynamite. The contract's supposed to begin the day he graduates high school. So Tony Khan, that's that's cool. You know, Tony Khan's like, you know what? I really want to hire you, but work on high school first. You know, and then the incentive to finish high school is that once you do finish high school, uh, I'll sign you. You know, you'll you'll have this contract. It's guaranteed. All you got to do is finish high school. So that's that's good incentive, and that's good. So good on Tony Khan for that, because Tony Khan could have just been like, drop out, motherfucker. Let's do this. Let's do this wrestling thing. But he didn't. He didn't. He said, go get your education, and then let's do this wrestling thing after that. So, yeah, good good for them. Good for Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne is 17 years old, and he's one half of the GCW World Tag Team Champions, and he's the Defy World Champion. He just beat Shane Strickland uh, for that. Swerve Strickland uh, for that recently. So, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Oh, on our next match, uh, we saw Matt Cardona and Steph DeLander uh, defeating uh, Los Macizos, uh, Ciclope, and uh, Mio Do Extremo in 13 minutes and 48 seconds. Of course, Nick, Nick, Nick Wayne. I'm going back to Nick Wayne. Of course, Matt Cardona cuts a promo before the match, talks about being the deathmatch king, talks about being the indie god, you know, all these things, right? Because that's what he does. He's a good promo, though. He's a good promo. And so he's out there just talking his shit, right? Talking shit about Nick Gage, all these different things. It's, it's really fun. He's building the heat. He's really building the heat. And it's funny because he's like the deathmatch king, right? And he's out there dressed like the macho king, Randy Savage, with the sunglasses and the crown and the and the cape and everything. And then Dave Prezak on commentary goes, Hey, uh, you remember that time you had a deathmatch in 2021? He does. <laughs> you know, it's funny. And yeah. Anyway. So they won that match. And then our next match was a six person tag. It was Thrussy, uh, Ali Catch, the Dark Sheik, and Effie uh, defeating Arez, Gringo Loco, and Jack Cartwheel in 16 minutes and 8 seconds. And that was a really good match. Uh, it kind of set the stage for what was to come in a way because there was some lucha action in this match because we had some luchadors in it. Um, but it was a really good match. And I love I love Ali. I love Effie. I love, love, love Bussy. Like, like, I feel like Ali Catch and Effie are like these Power Rangers. And it's funny because the Power Rangers movie just came out. And I thought about this analogy before I even knew about that movie. But like, I feel like Effie and Ali Catch, right? All these, all these superheroes, all these Power Rangers, right? And then you put them together and you got Bussy. And then Bussy's like, um, what's that thing called? Megazord, right? It's like when when your powers combined, oh, I am Captain Planet, right? But then you get you get Dark Sheik, and you add Dark Sheik to the mix, and then you got Thrussy, and Thrussy's like Ultra Megazord, like when you add like the Green Rangers shit to it. So I feel like like Thrussy is like this ultimate just destruction machine that's gonna take out any bad guys, which was perfect because 
WrestleMania weekend, the collective, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, Thrussy took out, um, what's that guy's name, Charles Manson and his mercenaries, and they really needed to be like ultra mega for that, because that match was just insane. Uh, luckily for them, you know, Billy Dixon turned face, and Billy Dixon turned on Charles Mason, and all this fun stuff, but anyways, in this night, we saw Thrusty get the win, and it was incredible. I love how this place was set up with the big cage. It's like a cage around uh, one of the sides where the fans are, because uh, they're kind of higher up, and you don't want obviously you don't want the fans to fall off of a platform. So they put some kind of cage there between the fans and the wrestlers. So that was really cool. And now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for our main event: GCW Into the Light main event. El Hijo del Vaquingo defeats Commander in 16 minutes and 22 seconds. So, Vaquingo and Commander are just incredible. You you should know that. If you're listening to this podcast already, you should know that. Uh, Ring of Honor, pay-per-view, Supercard of Honor, WrestleMania weekend. They open the show with Commander versus Vaquingo. I remember telling my wife, I'm like, hey, these two are going to blow your mind. And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever, <laughs> you know. But then the match happened, and they blew her fucking mind. It was cre- incredible. And so she, since that first match, she was looking forward to this because I told her, so you know what, they're going to go a little bit further. They're going to go a little bit harder because GCW is going to let them go a little bit further than Ring of Honor would. You know, it's a little bit, I don't want to say more reckless, but, like, like I feel like Ring of Honor is a little more corporate wrestling, and GCW is a little more, like, balls to the wall. I guess that's a good way to put it. So, Command Air and uh, Vikingo had this incredible match. Um, so many things. I don't even know where to, where to begin. Um, I'm not really here to like call the spots. You know, the, go watch it. It was a really good match. Uh, Vikingo is the AAA mega champion. And, uh, he, you know, he's been defeating people, defending the title left and right. Uh, he had a really good match against Gringo Loco. GCW guy Gringo Loco on Ring of Honor recently. There's been a lot of GCW guys in Ring of Honor, which is super dope. Tony Deppin. Uh, you know, to name a few, I guess. Blake Christian, he almost won a six-man title in Ring of Honor. So that's cool. Um, so yeah, Vikingo defeats Commander. Uh, go check that out. Super excited. Super dope match. Uh, it was really fun. It was really fun. Um, Vikingo got the win. And he did a... Oh yeah, his he did like that, that 630 splash. Like, I don't even want to tell you about it. I think you should go watch it. Um, find the highlights on YouTube. I don't know. Write a paper. Read a paper. I don't know. You'll figure it out. I, I have faith in you that you will figure it out. Um, so then the next day was another show, which was GCW. Um, scene of the crime. Scene of the crime. And scene of the crime. I was not late for this one, you guys. Uh, we kicked off with a six-man scramble match. Oh, before we get into scene of the crime, let's go back and see if Hunter Drake. Uh, tweeted us back hunter drake uh so hunter drake he he liked he retweeted it and then he replied with like the thank you hands uh so i just want to say that i think he appreciated it you guys i think hunter hunter drake appreciated that we said he is fucking dope all right uh gcw scene of the crime uh six man scramble uh jimmy fucking lloyd defeats hunter drake mr danger Ty Hill, Yoya, and Yuya Yermino, Yermin, whatever his name is, uh, in a six-way scramble match, uh, which was pretty cool. I remember during the match, Joey Janela was on commentary. 
Oh, by the way, this was from the Inglewood Center in Orlando, Florida on f- April 22nd, 2023. Uh, Joey Janela was on commentary for this first match, and they were talking about Jimmy Lloyd. And Jimmy Lloyd's like the only veteran in this match. Everybody else is kind of like an up-and-comer. Um, and they said, yeah, Jimmy Lloyd is the king of the scramble matches. And then Joey Janela said, yeah, too bad he never wins any. And then Jimmy Lloyd got the win. Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy fucking Lloyd. No, he goes, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking... Okay. Uh, in our second match, 12 minutes and one second, Tony Deppin defeated Robert Martyr in a... Uh, it was a really good match. Tony Deppin, uh, he needed this win because he had lost previously... Uh, I don't remember what he did the night before. But uh, it was a really good... Oh, yeah, he won the night before, too. Uh, it was a really good match. I'd never heard of Robert Martyr, uh, but these two guys clicked. It was a fun match. Go check it out. In our next tag team match, we had Los Macisos defeating Culture Inc., uh, Eli Knight, and Malik uh, Basode uh, with, with, with Nick J. Holiday. And Nick J. Holiday was wearing a Steve Urkel Family Matters jersey. And uh, this is cool, I guess. You know, the Culture Inc. were the newcomers uh, to, the, to the business or to the to the company. And uh, Los Macizos had to get the win because they lost the previous night. So they wanted to get some momentum back for them. Um, so they got the win on what's essentially an enhancement tag team because they just debuted. You know, so Los Macizos are former GCW tag team champions. You know, they got to they gotta look a little strong here. So, yeah, that's the right choice. and I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, Arez defeated Rich Swan in 12 minutes and 29 seconds. Uh, this match was uh, high flying, high dancing, uh, everything you expected to be. Go check that out. Uh, Sumi Siaki uh, defeats Pero in 10 minutes and 7 seconds. So I used to go to these shows like in 2004, 2005 called APW Chick Fights. And it was like Cheerleader Melissa, um, Haley Hatred, Sarah Del Rey, Mischief, right? All these awesome female wrestlers. Uh, Rebecca Quinn was even there, who later on went to be Becky Lynch. So I got to see her wrestle live in front of like 50 people, uh, which was awesome. Uh, but anyways, uh, Sumi Siaki was always there too. And she was super cool. And she was always super dope. And so it was really cool to see her in this. You know, like a blast from the past. You know, she's a veteran and everything. And she got the win on Pero uh, with help from Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, what I did not mention to you, what I forgot to mention earlier, was uh, the night before GCW Into the Light, um, Pero came out after the eight-man tag, after that first match, uh, with a chain. And he took out Jimmy Lloyd, and then he hung him. He, he put the chain around his neck threw Jimmy Lloyd over the top rope and hung him with the chain and it took a bunch of people to come out and get him released and everything and it was just a big thing and it was terrible. So Jimmy Lloyd came out during this match and he roughed up Pera a little bit and he helped Sumi get the win and uh, so Sumi Siaki wins uh, with the assist from Jimmy Lloyd, Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Hell yeah. Jimmy Lloyd, it's a good night for Jimmy Lloyd, you guys. It's a good fucking night for Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, The next match was a 20-minute and 39-second match. This was the match I've been waiting for. This is match of the year. Blake Christian defeats Alex Zane in 20 minutes and 39 seconds. Um, So this is their fourth meeting. Uh, Alex Zane won the first one. Uh, Blake Christian won the second one. Blake Christian also won the third one. 
which I haven't seen yet because it's in December of 2021, which I haven't gone that far because I'm only in January of 2021. But I've seen the first two meetings. Uh, they both met in 2020. And uh, one was, they were both really good matches. And so I was looking forward to this one a lot. And uh, I, I, th- I figured Alex Zane uh, was going to win to tie up the series, you know, make it two and two. But then also at the same time, uh, Blake Christian needs to be like strong and have momentum because he's the brass ring carrier. So he gets a title shot anytime he wants one. So he kind of has to look strong too because I think he's going to be the one uh, to take the title off of Masha Slamovich. So Blake Christian gets the win over Alex Zane and was just it's a phenomenal, incredible match. Go out of your way to go see this match. You guys, yes, 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 yes. Go see this match. All right. What's, what do we got going on next? Um, in a six-person tag team match, Thrussy uh, defeats the Brack Pack. Uh, Billy Starks, who was able to wrestle again tonight, or that night, uh, Brogan Finley, and the Ratty Daddy himself, Cole Radrick, you guys. Cole Radrick, the Ratty Daddy, he teamed up with the Brat Pack, and um, they lost to Thrussy in 13 minutes and 23 seconds. I'm glad that Billy Starks was able to wrestle. Um, Brogan Finley was in a good high-profile high match. You know, it's good to see him. I did not know that he teamed up with uh, Billy and they were called the Brat Pack. And also, uh, like I said earlier, the Ratty Daddy is fucking hella dope. So, yeah. And our next match was a JCW title match. Jordan Oliver, the JCW champion, defeats Shinhiro Ire. And it was the first time I've seen Ire lose in GCW uh, in the course of a couple of weeks. And so that was good, you know, uh, Jordan Oliver. So they, they built up uh, Ira really strong. You know, he defeated Tony Deppin, and he defeated Brian Keith, and he defeated, um, I don't know who he defeated the night before. He defeated somebody else the night before. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, Ira was really strong, and, and I was at the edge of my seat because, you know, I'm like, well, they got to make the WXW guy look good, right? But then also, you know, they're trying to build Jordan Oliver up, make him the future, and make him this big this big hero, right? Because he used to be like this jerk, young, dumb, and broke, this little arrogant asshole. And now he's like the wave of the future. And he's a good guy now. And he's like trying to, you know, just be a good wrestler. And so that's his thing. He's just trying to do good. Him and Nick Wayne, man. The, the East-West Express. Hell to the yeah. And so uh, he defeated Ere, which was a really good match. Go see it. Um, blah, 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 20 minutes and 13 seconds. And then in our main event of our second show, uh, let's see here. Masha Slamovich defeats Sawyer Wreck, uh, by referee's decision in 13 minutes and six seconds. Masha choked out Sawyer Wreck. Man, I did not realize, I mean, I've seen Sawyer in a few matches, uh, but her standing up close with Masha, man, Sawyer is big she is just a big woman and like she dominated most of the match uh but when it came down to it uh masha slamovich just choked her out and uh yeah it was really good it was a really good match um there was tables there's chairs uh there's all kinds of crazy stuff involved uh oh there was a scene there's a scene where uh where uh uh Sawyer went to the back, and they're like, what is she doing? Where is she going to the back? And she brought this bundle, this three bundle of tubes out. And then, uh, what happened? And then Masha saw her come back with the tubes, and then she pulled out her tubes from under the ring. 
So then they each had a bundle of light tubes, and uh, they got back into the ring, and Masha went to swing her light tubes, and then Solyaret kicked them and shattered them with her foot, and then I think she hit Masha with hers, and then she ended up choking, sl- choke slamming Masha on top of the glass, and oh man, it was so bad. It was so bad, but then Masha kicked out, and then at that point, I think she was like, fuck this shit. She pulled a superhuman, and she said, fuck this shit, and she grabbed Soyarek in her move, and she choked her the fuck out. Here's your winner, and still, GCW World Champion Masha motherfucking Slamovich. I'm confused, because the show ended, they promised Nick Gage, Nick Gage was like part of like the advertisement, the show ended... And I never saw Nick Gage. And then when I look on Twitter, I'm seeing people with pictures of Nick Gage in the ring talking to Masha after the match. So I don't know if like they went off the air prematurely or if he came out late or whatever happened. Um, but yeah, so Nick Gage also came out the night before. Uh, we did see that. He came out after the Matt Cardona match. And then Matt Cardona fucking hightailed it out of there. And Nick Gage said, Deathmatch King, more like Deathmatch Pussy. And then he challenged uh, them, uh, Matt Cardona and Seth Delander, to a match, a death match. So hopefully um, soon, maybe the death match weekend uh, that's coming up, TOS weekend, Cage of Survival weekend, uh, maybe we'll have uh, you know uh, Matt Cardona and Seth Delander versus uh, Maki Death Kill in a death match. I think that'd be super fun. Super crazy, super local, but super fun. You guys, that was GCW, a scene of the crime, and GCW into the light. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a good time. I hope we all had fun. Uh, let me know what you think. If if you like this, if I should do it more often, if I should do it less often. I mean, less 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 often than one time is is pretty fucking not often at all. But if that's what you guys want, then let me know. Um, and if you like the show, if you want to talk about the show, I'm willing to talk about it. If you want, you know, if you want to hear, you know, hear more, subscribe to Pro Wrestling Nation. Subscribe to Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I'll tell you real quick, uh, Pro Wrestling Nation is a really fun podcast where I interview people from wrestling, uh, whether it's like uh, wrestlers or like announcers or even other podcasters, maybe even comedians, whatever, you know. It's my time to kind of interview people and have a good time with it. Uh, and it's about wrestling, and it's a good time. Uh, this coming up week, in the next few days, I have an episode dropping. Uh, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be an old school interview I did a few years ago, probably about five or six years ago, with uh, Britt Baker, DMD, uh, pre-DMD, when she was still in med school. And she talks all about that. It's a super fun interview. And then keep your eyes peeled on the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we got Xavier Vacuna from The Band Leveled. We have comedian Pratik Srivastava, and we have myself, and the three of us just kind of like do whatever we want. You know, we talk about the news and rumors, we review shows, uh, we, we talk about like old WrestleMania games or old video games or WrestleMania matches, like whatever, whatever we feel is the necessary topic at hand, we'll cover it. You know, if there's a lot of news, we'll talk about the news. If there's, a lot, if there's not much and we want to talk about video games, we'll talk about video games. It's a good time. It's a good time, you guys. So check that out. Check out Pratik, Xavier, myself on the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. And then just check out the Hypothetical Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, my wife and I do an interview show called the Hypothetical Comedy where we interview comedians. Uh, Pratik was on that show. We interviewed Pratik one time a while back. Um, I do uh, another podcast on there uh, that's called The Funky Sam Medina Show. Um, 
there's all kinds of cool stuff on there. And then there's also uh, the hypothetical wrestling podcast where you just like, it's like a watch along. Uh, that's really fun too. So check it out, you guys. We'll be here. We'll be around. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. And follow me on social media at Funky Sam Medina or on Twitter at PWM Podcast or uh, anywhere that you like. Just don't follow me into the bathroom because I'll be very creeped out by that. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. And I'm sure I will talk to you sometime in the near future. Uh, Keep watching GC motherfucking W. And hell yeah, baby.